Welcome back to the Sipping with Sin podcast, a podcast about stuff and things pertaining to gaming, content creation, horror, comics, music, pop culture, and more. Grab your favorite beverage and take a sip with us. Cheers to yet another episode. Spooky season may have departed from our calendars, but it's always spooky in our hearts. Welcome back to yet another episode of Sipping with Sin, the podcast where we talk about stuff and things, things and stuff, and, um, you know, stuff. Just everything. Like, you know, I'm not even going to put a label on it. That's that's what we do. We talk about all kinds of things, and it's important things. I will say that. It's very important things. It's things that are relevant to you, because if you're listening to this, then clearly they're important to you. But welcome back to yet another episode. We have a, a fun episode, and it's sad. Spooky season is officially gone, but that doesn't stop the spooky train around here as we still have spooky stuff to talk about because that's what we want to do, and we do what we want, and you can't stop us because it's our podcast, and that's what happens. But with that being said, let's welcome back our esteemed co-host, the one, the only, Christian. How are we doing today, everyone? Spooky season may be over. But we will keep the fear alive. Ooh, that's that should be like a catchphrase for like um, Shutter or uh, what's a uh, Shutter's competition? Um, Screenbox. Literally everything else. No, there's actually Screen, there's Screenbox. Yeah, it's Screenbox, right? In that Blade Disgusting's streaming yeah. service. Yeah, yeah, that is correct. I think. Yeah. Have you ever checked that out? I've never actually. I haven't used Screenbox personally yet because they haven't had enough to entice me to to try it out yet. But I'm sure that'll change. Um, the longer Screenbox is a thing, the, the the more time they will have to secure rights to you know obscure horror films that I really want to watch. So I think it's just a matter of time. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but like we like to do with, uh, well, actually, before we do that. How was your your spooky night? How was your Halloween? Halloween for me was uh, a lot more tame than yours was. Um, I had a lot going on uh, because of, you know, in real life problems, but I did enjoy it. And I was able to to watch uh, the original John Carpenter's Halloween from 1970. Is that what you watched on Halloween? Uh, Yes, sir. Yes, it is. I watched Trick or Treat on Halloween. I saved it just for... Halloween night. That way I could have my time with Sam. Uh, it had come on TV a couple times and I kind of like would see pieces, but I would avoid it. Because I was like, no, I, me Fair. and Sam need our time together. Fair. I actually did not watch Trick or Treat. This Blasphemy. Season. And it's because since we had just moved, I just haven't had the time to. Because I actually don't own that. I don't own that movie anymore. I have to buy it again. And I was waiting for a really nice release or like a 4K before I were to buy it again. And I think one came out. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But with the move and everything, dude, I've just been so wiped out as far as like cash flow goes and just like leftover personal time that um, I just didn't get the opportunity. Um, I did, like I said, I did make time for Halloween, um, but when it came to trick or treat, I was looking for that to rent and, um, man, it, it was just kind of all over the place. Disappointed in um, you right but now. But this, yeah, I, I disappointed myself. But the thing is, 
for me, I watch Trick or Treat anyway. Like I've watched it this year just in general. Um, so I wasn't hurting for it. I purposefully did not watch John Carpenter's Halloween all year so I could watch it during the spooky season. And I ended up watching that on the day. So that was cool. And I've been watching a bunch of horror films throughout uh, spooky season anyway. Like I watched so much stuff um, with the little time that I did have. And I was drawing every day. I took part in Inktober. So every day I did, I didn't post 31 pieces, but I did in fact draw, I think I drew over 31. I think I drew 32 pieces, maybe even 33 pieces for, for uh, Inktober. And I was posting those online. I post a bunch of reels, more reels than I've ever posted in my entire life. So uh, I was, I was working, man. I was out here getting it. So you my know, favorite were your Michael Myers and then the, the bad, bad wolf or bad dog. I forget what you labeled it. The werewolf looking dude. Oh yeah, that was the the prompt for that was bad dog. So I did a werewolf, Heck and yeah. uh, I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a compilation post in a few days, and it'll just be um, it'll it'll just be a, a, a collage of all of my favorites from the Inktober session that I did. Um, and you know, I don't know which ones are my favorites necessarily. I have to go back and look because I mean, after a while, I just kind of had tunnel vision. I was just going for it. But yeah, I definitely wanted to make sure that I saved Michael and Jason and the werewolf for later on, but it just depended on where the words fell. So that's kind of what happened with that. I actually, one of my favorites was definitely the the Jason that I did from like part three, I want to say it was. Um, it could have been part four. I'm not, I got to go back and look, but I definitely had a lot of fun doing that one. Um, but anyway, like I did, said, man, did you go I, trick-or-treating? Did I go trick-or-treating? I did not go trick-or-treating. Uh, myself, no. Did you I mean, did you take your son trick or treating? I didn't mean, did you dress up and go? Because you, oh, yeah, you don't need to go trick or treating yeah. by yourself. Yeah, he had a big time, man. He had a big time doing his thing. I got to do my first trick or treat session, and dude, let me tell you, like, granted, he turns one in like I don't know, eleven days or something. Time recording this, but it was very nostalgic for me walking around neighborhoods and trick-or-treating even though i know none of the candy is like really for him but just walking around and seeing kids run around and like people and like sitting on their porches like handing out candy dude i it reminded me like how much i loved halloween as a kid it was just the best so i can't wait till he's like sprinting everywhere it's been my favorite holiday since i can remember having favorite anythings so i really did enjoy going out, you know, with, with friends or by myself. Cause that definitely happens quite a bit where you just have to, just have to do it yourself. And, uh, I, I did that. It was fun. I'll continue to do that as time goes, but the older I get and the more I have to do it with my own kid, who's, you know, who's a few years older than yours, right. It, it's a little different. So, um, I did feel the nostalgia feel the first few years taking, taking my son out, you know, for Halloween and, dressing him up and letting him do his thing. But now he's getting to the point to where he kind of wants to follow in the footsteps of his own buddies and it's less, you know, hang out with dad time. So the nostalgia portion of that has kind of, uh, kind of departed, if you will. So I just spend the, the spooky season doing stuff for me, which is, you know, taking the time out to watch films, to, to, to do artwork, spooky artwork, 
to critique some things, you know, just, you know, whatever it takes for me decorating, you know, cause I, I'm not a Christmas decorating person. I just, it's just not for me. Um, but when it comes to Halloween, I love going out and buying new shit to put up and, and making rooms in the house spooky and getting different art put up and all that. I do, I do all of those things. So it's fun, man. It, it, it's fun for me to be able to just let that loose. And then I have, nobody can complain what I'm, what I'm playing, what I'm watching, you know, all the spooky stuff, because it's like in the season, even though I do it all year round, uh, you just hear less feedback from it when it's yeah that time of year. So yeah, man, I, 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 I ball out as best I can uh, during, during the month of October and, and, and September as well, man, like mid September is it's time. And you just stay spooky until until the end. But for true spook spooky hounds, man, like myself, we just we do you it just all. Call year. Yourself a spooky you hound. Did. Okay. Sure did. Is that are are you uh, coining that? Is it like a new thing? Uh, it literally was the first thing that that came out of my mouth, and I'm not gonna go back on it. I'm okay. gonna leave it. Right, just making sure, spooky hound, eh? Hmm. Um, did you get the post spooky season blues? Like, uh, absolutely. Um, that the wife in. come up, and she was like, I don't know what to watch today because literally, like, horror's been on our TV like nonstop. And she's like, I don't know what to put on at the moment. I was like, Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. It's really funny you say that. So, for me, it's more so just it's not that I don't know what to watch because. Sorry, just yawn all in the microphone. I apologize. But for me, it's not necessarily like I don't know what to watch because it's horror all the time in my house. It's more so like the the, the feeling, that fall feeling that you get during the month of October, that was gone. And then literally the day of Halloween, if you go anywhere, you just see a bunch of Christmas shit out. So like that just kills your soul immediately. That's exactly what happened to me. Like the Christmas stuff right, comes out so, around every corner. so early. Yeah, it, it, it's getting ridiculous. They don't even give a shit about Thanksgiving anymore. It's just straight to Christmas. I'm no, out. I see all these people post the memes. It's like November 1st, and it's like that Mar uh, Mariah Carey song. And I'm just like, ah, <laughs> hold up. Pump the brakes a little bit. We got some weeks. from After Thanksgiving, we can talk about that, but let's, let's chill for a minute. Yeah, man, it, it's kind of the worst. I'm not going to lie. So you were talking about decorating. Um, one of the things you know that you have to do when you're in a relationship or you're married or whatever, you have a significant other, is compromise. And speaking of decorating, you said you don't decorate for Christmas, but I have to decorate some for Christmas. Um, I pretty much do what the wife wants for Christmas because that's her holiday that she gets super excited about. Um, and then likewise, she doesn't really complain about me going like stupid with my Halloween decorations on spooky season. Um, and speaking of which, we there will be a video hopefully soon on, uh, I'm not even sure the time of recording this, if it's posted or not, but there'll be a video um, of the decorations. They took forever. It's very time-consuming, especially with an almost one-year-old. Uh, I'm exhausted from it, but they turned out pretty good, I think, for the most part. Definitely room for improvement next year. There's some stuff I already want to do that I didn't get to do, and uh, yeah. But it was uh, – we had a projector. You would appreciate it, uh, Christian. I know you didn't get to make it this year to it, but uh, we had a projector out in the yard playing Halloween 1, John Carpenter's Halloween, which I know you would be super ecstatic about. 
I think Christian's sleeping over there. He's he's sad. Can you Sp- hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Spooky season got you depressed. <laughs> I man, it honestly it really does, man. Like when when you get to November and and then everybody's talking about Thanksgiving and stuff. For me, it's just take me back, man. Just just take me back a week before, you know. Just let me relive the anticipation of of of, of the best day of the year, which is Halloween. Take me back to that. I'm in the recovery stage right now. Like, I'm bummed that it's gone, but I'm also like, okay. Like, now I can just pack it all back up and, like, wait for a year. Like, because it is, like, weeks of me working on shit. And I'm just, like, ugh. Like, tired now, you know? Like, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm, like, exhausted from it. But we got Trick or Treat for the first time. Had our annual Halloween party, which was eventful and fun, and I was super busy throughout because it decided to rain part of the way. So getting everything turned on with all these props and stuff and things lit and going, and then it starts raining, and then I have to go and pick up these props and stuff. And so that was fun. But, I mean, that's you know that's how it goes when stuff's outdoors. But uh, with that being said, we're going to get to our how we normally start our show now that we kind of just uh, rambled about spooky season. You know, we thanks for listening, listeners. Thanks for letting us sit on the couch and uh, express our sadness over Spooky Season's departure and how we cannot wait until next, uh, pretty much next September. We're just going to say September starts it. But as we like to usually start the episode, what we've been watching, listening to, reading, playing lately, uh, we're just going to get into that. Um, Christian, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Sure, I don't mind, man. I'll go ahead and go. Well, you just go ahead and go then, sir. All right, so this past week, it, like I said, it, it's been like the the, 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 the end piece of, of, of Halloween, so I've been watching a lot of spooky stuff. I did watch Jeepers Creepers this past week, and uh, first the original, Exorcist, uh, which was a fun watch, man. If you haven't seen it in a while, it's a fun watch. It's, it's a slow burn, I will say that for sure. Um, if you haven't seen it, what are you doing? But if, if it's been a while since you've seen it, you know, a year or two, a little longer than that, definitely give it another watch. It's worth it. It's slow, but it's worth it. And the ending is, it's powerful, man. I'll tell you that much. Um, I will say this was the first Sunday I've gone through uh, in the past, what, two months without House of the Dragon. And it just, it was weird. It was very it was weird. weird. I didn't like it at all. And I feel a little lost without like a big show for us to be like looking for every week. I'm like, there, there are definitely shows coming out, you know, here soon, but nothing's going to hit like that one did, you know, because yeah. even before that show came out, like I was excited, but I wasn't ecstatic for it. Then that first episode dropped and I was like, holy crap, we're on to something right here. This is fire. And it was. So, you know, after you come off of that high, you know, it's like falling off dragon back. Once that happens, dude, there, I don't know if there's any recovery from that. So, you know, with that said, I did watch, uh, Terrifier 2. Um, surprisingly, I watched that film on YouTube. So blinky blinky. That's where I watched it. It was, it was, you know, if you've seen the first one, it was a lot more of the same. It just had much more of a storyline <laughs> and uh, I really enjoyed the main character. She was a, a really good final girl. I really enjoyed what they did with her. Uh, I will say this too, though. I, however, though I liked 
Terrifier and Terrifier 2. I'm not a huge fan of Terrifier and Terrifier 2. I think Ark the Clown is a really good design because it's simple. It's a clown. It's really easy to make clowns look super white, creepy. White goes well. Good contrast with like the blood and stuff. Absolutely. Uh, just white and black and blood. Like it's easy to do. Uh, it's very. It, it, it's a. It's a. It's a slow burn. It's not a slow burn. Sorry. It's a slow build up for that kind of thing. Because uh, you know his look in general is really stark, contrasty when you look at other clowns. And then boom, you see all the blood and all the carnage, candy, mayhem going on. Then you have that. Uh, but what I will say, though, about these films is, like, I like them, but they're not they're not my favorite, right? They're not, like, my cup of tea, necessarily. I'm not going to sit here and shit on it, because I think that it's something. I think there's something there. But I've been seeing a lot of buzz, like, yeah, Art's the new, the new Michael, the new Jason, the new this, the new that. And I'm just like, mm, I don't agree. And the reason why I don't agree is I think there'll be a spike in Art costumes next year. Oh, for sure. I'm surprised there weren't a spike this year because we already had Terrifier, the first one. And then, you know, you had, like, what was it, All Hallows' Eve that he was in? Yeah, I don't... But, like, so, I'm really fuzzy on that. And since we're talking about what we recently watched, I just recently watched Terrifier 1. I haven't seen Terrifier 2 yet. Um, but I was aware of All Hallows' Eve, and at a glance, I was like, wow, that looks just like Art the Clown. But I'm assuming that's the same director and same character, just... They're in the same universe, but not necessarily connected. Is that right? Yeah, I think they took that. So they took that short that you saw and just made it its own thing. That's where, that's where Terrifier comes from. So it, it just expanded on that portion of the world. And bam, here we, we have our whole thing and we're in there. So that's what that is. Um, what I can say, though, is the reason, the reason why I'm not going to sit here and say that I think that, that he's the new big bad if you will to, to coin a buffy phrase the reason why i don't think he's the new big bad is because we don't have enough for the character like he's he does you know funny zany stuff and he's like all about the carnage candy but like he doesn't talk either which is cool i'm all, i'm on board with that or he doesn't actually i don't even think yeah. he makes noise no he doesn't even make noise like at all um, so is he a mom or is he a clown I'm going to go with a mime, to be honest. Because uh, I know he gets called he, Art the Clown, but he is very mimey to me. Like how he does his hand mannerisms and then like his face. It's like all the talking with his face. That's true. Everything is, is in the facial expressions that he makes. But but to, to go off of that even more, like the thing is with, with his character, I just, I'm not really seeing what people are saying. I don't see what people think that he's like the new big thing for because like these movies are B movies as hell, right? Which yeah. is fine. I love B movies. Like, don't get me wrong, especially B horror films. Like, come on, that's 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 gold right there. That's that's an easy slam dunk for me. But the the way that the stories for for the first one especially, there's right there's like no story in that, right? We're we're following some people and 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 people are getting murdered left and right in the worst ways we're watching it happen this guy is just exceedingly brutal for no reason which is you know it's fine you know what you're getting Super into when you watch these movies. yeah i'd recommend not eating spaghetti or chili while you're watching these films because that could end badly um but with that said they're they're made to be super super gross so that's the reason why i didn't think that they were going to be the next he's going to be the next thing because these films 
have a niche market. They're marketed towards people who just want like, not necessarily torture porn, but just the goriest shit you could come up with. If you ask a if you ask a horror fan, like I want you to give me the goriest, nastiest film you can think of right now that came out within the last ten years, that's gonna be on the list. And Terrifier Two is no no slouch. She's definitely. I think there's a scene in Terrifier Two that like everybody's like big on, or maybe it's Terrifier One. I mean, it's there's some scenes I think it's, um, in Terrifier Two of, that are. Crazy. Allison, but, does that? I haven't seen Terrifier too, so does that sound right? Allison's death. I don't remember any of the characters' names from the first one, aside from Art the Clown. I'm just gonna be real with you, because I'm the death I'm thinking of the most in Terrifier One would be Dawn. You're talking about the chick that gets sawed in half. Yeah, upside down I mean, gets yeah, sawed in half. I think that's who it, it was. I think it was Dawn. I think pretty grody. The the one thing the thing I can say though like because I don't want it to sound like I'm shitting on these movies so to move on I do like these they're not necessarily my favorite thing in the world but when Terrifier three comes out you bet your ass I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it like for sure I feel like if you're a horror fan you kind of have to watch it and like my buddy that always texts me about horror stuff he watched Terrifier one the other day and he was just like finally checking it out I think he owns All Hallows Eve so me and him were trying to figure out that connection but then he was like it's not bad. But it's gory as hell. And that's literally how he left it off. He's like, it is gory as hell. I was like, damn. Um, and to mm-hmm. put Terrifier 1 into perspective, this movie had a budget of $35,000. $35,000. Yeah, you see that budget, too. The budget is like fake doo-doo and blood. Like, it's yeah. just a lot of that around. No, it is. I mean, because you look at his costume, it's a clown suit that's white and black with a little tiny top hat that's like one of those string... Top hats, you know, that like goes around under your chin. And that's about it. He's got it. the prosthetic on his face. Yeah, he does have prosthetic on his face. That's right. I forget how many hours. I saw an interview where they were talking about they would do it each time and they're getting faster with it. I believe the the main guy does it. The director, Damien Leone or whatever his name is. I mm-hmm. think he puts it on and like dresses up uh, David Howard Thornton, who plays art. I think. I could be wrong. I could be super wrong. Um, what is the budget? Now I want to know the budget of Terrifier 2. Uh, I don't know what the budget is. I didn't look that up. I'm looking it up now, and I don't... They don't have it listed. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Why budget 250000 for Terrifier 2. 35000 for Terrifier 1. Terrifier 2, 250000 Box office, they've already made $8 mil. Because I mean, it's, it's getting, like, you. crazy box office stuff. Like, people are saying they're, like, getting sick in the theater. People are leaving the theater. I mean, that, I don't that's see... That's always said, though. When you have a yeah. movie that's supposed to be really gory and nasty and scary, right, there's always those people like, oh, I threw up. I passed out. Somebody died. Like, that always happens. Yeah. So it's really kind of like any kind anymore. of possession or, like, haunting movie. It's the scariest movie ever made. And then I watch it, I'm like, that's not the scariest movie ever made. But, you know, whatever. Like, it's a marketing thing. However, though, this movie, like, movies like this, like, they're bound to make money. The, this, obviously, you they're not putting anything into what's going on for the film itself. So when you get the prosthetics and the buckets of blood that you get in these in these films, they're bound to make some money. So I think that that's really smart on their part. They're taking uh, they're definitely taking tips from, you know, 
other films that did the same thing. John Carpenter's Halloween for a perfect example. Like they're doing that same kind of thing. And like, it's the Blumhouse thing, right? You, you, you make the movie for cheap. You pay the actors the minimum that you can pay them. And then they make money on the back end after the month, after the movie makes so much in the box office, they get uh, residuals and stuff and blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, I get it, man. It, it's I can't find how much Terrifier 1 made. I mean, it wasn't in theaters, so you won't find that. It, that that was a, a video release, like VOD. Ah, uh, yeah. So. so straight to DVD, makes sense. But, but I mean, you um, think about anyway, it. So thirty-five thousand two hundred. What I, saying, what I say, two hundred fifty or or three fifty. For Terrifier two, how much was it? Two fifty. Yeah. Two fifty and thirty-five thousand, and Terrifier two has already made eight million in the box office alone, and word of mouth and all that. It will keep. People keep watching it because they want to see the carnage candy, as you call it. So that's a pretty nice yeah, turnaround for them. I will say I have been, I've continued watching the the Chucky series. And though it is getting ridiculous, just each episode is more and more ridiculous. This one definitely has taken a lot of notes from Seed of Chucky. And we've seen a lot of characters now from Seed of Chucky. At the time of this recording, I watched the newest episode and we get to see the Glendall again, which is awesome. I actually did like the Glendall, even though that's my least favorite of the the Chucky franchise. It was cool to see everything coming back full circle. So I like that. We get to see the Tiffany doll again, which is always fun. So I really did enjoy seeing all of that stuff again. And I hope that it makes sense to, at the end. Um, because right now it's just ridiculous and I'm just along for the ride, man. It's it's just so much happening in this show. So I I can't wait for next week to see what's going on. And then also, I know I've been praising this show for like the past couple episodes, but if you have not been watching interview with the vampire from ANC plus do yourself a favor and watch it, figure it out, find a way buy the Blu-ray, whatever it takes. Like it's, it's so good. I love this show. It's one of the best, aside from House of the Dragon, man. It's like it's one of the best shows that I've seen this year to come out. So it, I can't praise it enough. It's fantastic. Sadly, I've not watched said, either one of those yet. Now all that I've watched for this this past week, there hasn't been a lot of time for me. To- I haven't got to watch any of the new season of Chucky yet, and I haven't watched uh, Interview with the Vampire because I can't find it. And I'm still holding fast on subscribing to AMC Plus. I refuse. Well, if you have if you have Shutter, then you can watch the first episode for free. Yeah, but that sucks. Why would I watch the first episode and then be like, okay, now I don't want to keep watching? That's a tease. You know what you're in for. It might not be for you. So it's you know, if I praise the show and me? then okay. you watch, maybe eventually, like I said, I'll, man, you I'll can watch the it. first episode and not like it at all. So you definitely want to know what you're getting into. Oh, me? Okay, so I had one other thing about Terrifier since we were on that subject. Um, Terrifier 2, I am curious how much of an improvement on with the bigger budget it is. Um, you said it's a better story. I can imagine, you know, bigger budget, they can do more. But one thing that's been really interesting and has come out in the last day is the fact that Bloody Disgusting reported they have officially submitted Terrifier 2 for Oscar consideration. After shocking audience. Which is ridiculous. That's insane. That blows my mind. That that's even a thing. Because they're, kind of like you said, there's no, in the first one at least, there's really no story. Like, drunk chicks on Halloween, creepy clown shows up, starts murdering everybody in like this rundown building. That's that's about it. About all she wrote. 
I mean, obviously, it's it's because the movie is making money, right? Like, and it's because of the how small the budget was, how much the movie. What if this dude will start getting like bigger gigs? The, the dude that is doing it. It's marketing, man. Like, you know, you need people that they're going to market your stuff as much as they possibly can, push it as much as they possibly can. Um, okay, so what we've been watching, other than that, I uh, have played the new Call of Duty. Shout out to Activision. They hooked me up with a code. I got to play new Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Haven't got to play campaign yet, but I've played some multiplayer, and it's it's Call of Duty. I mean, it's been all right. You know, usual Call of Duty stuff. Uh, the camo system is different now. The gun unlock system is different, so that's been a little different. Been grinding camos and just learning the game, playing some. I haven't got to play a ton because I've been super busy. I got to play some, and uh, it's been all right. There's some weird little bugs here and there, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, I look forward to playing more, like, community and viewers and stuff like that and, and implementing that in, like, my rotation as, like, a community fun game because it's one of them that, like, I can play and, like, mentally I can kind of zone out and just talk to chat and not really worry about what I'm doing as much. I'll just kind of go through the motions. So that works out pretty well. Um a show I watched and finished in like two days. It was short. I think it was only like eight episodes. Um, but it's called The Bear. And it stars uh, Shameless viewers. It stars Lip from Shameless. Uh, Jeremy Allen White is in it. And pretty much he is a chef that's an up-and-coming pretty big like known chef. And his brother passes away and he inherits or takes over his brother's restaurant. And he goes back, and it's pretty much a, a shithole, and he starts turning around. And I don't know. It was, uh, it was a pretty solid little show. I actually liked it. Uh, I think the missus is wanting to watch it now, so I'll probably watch it again with her. But I actually enjoyed it. It was fun. It's on Hulu. I think it's a Hulu original. Um, but, yeah, The Bear has Jeremy Allen White. Um, and I'm trying to think. There is a small role of um, – oh, my God, I went blank on his name. Um, John Bernthal. There we go. He has a small role in it, which kind of caught me off guard. But, uh, yeah, that's what I've been watching. And then spooky stuff. I watched, uh, like I said, Trick or Treat on Halloween. I watched, um, I'm about to butcher the name of this movie, Don't Sleep in the Woods Tonight. Is that it? Does that sound right, Christian? Have you seen that? It's on Netflix. I haven't finished. I haven't seen that movie yet. I know what it is, but I haven't given it the time of day yet. Okay. it. Uh, I watched that. Um, and I think think that's about. I think it's called No One Sleep in the Woods tonight. There we go. Um, but yeah, that's what I've watched. That's what I've been doing. Not a lot of super crazy excitement for me. Like I said, super busy, um, with Halloween stuff and spooky season and getting everything prepared. But something we talked about last week, we're gonna move on to now. Something we talked about last week. Oh, uh, one thing I did want to touch. It got leaked and then confirmed. Last of Us comes out january i think it's january 15th on hbo i cannot freaking wait for that show if they screw it up i'll be angry because i love the games don't screw that up what i've seen i've been pretty happy with so far so please 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 don't suck but january 15th uh last of us on hbo super stoked for it um but i'm gonna transition to uh, a topic that we briefly touched on. i believe it was our last call on the last episode uh but it was uh ranking the halloween mask so i thought you know, we had kind of started talking about them, and it was a good time to maybe uh, maybe go through them a little bit or, or talk a little more or expand on that conversation. 
because um, there has been a wide variety of Halloween masks. Michael Myers mask, um, William Shatner mask, whatever you want to call it. But uh, Christian, I know you were kind of chomping at the bit to discuss a little more about these. That's true. Before I do that, before we talk about Michael, I do have some news that I want oh, to. Oh, sorry. I'm jumping the gun. You're good. You're good, man. So with the news, we got it just the other day that uh, Friday the 13th is officially coming back. Um, however, with that news, we did find out that it wasn't going to be a new movie. It was going to be a prequel series. And that prequel series is going to air only exclusively on Peacock. And I believe that's happening because they had major success with the last two Halloween films, people tuning in to watch that. People like to watch scary stuff. And Peacock has teamed up with Blumhouse, it seems like. So they get a lot of horror that's like in the zeitgeist for people to watch. So that's been going on. Uh, this show is going to be called Crystal Lake. Uh, and it's going to be from Brian Fuller and produced by A24 Studios. So when you hear Brian Fuller, you're like, who the fuck is that guy? He's the guy who did the super successful Hannibal series about Hannibal Lecter. So we have that going on. That show was successful as piss. It got three seasons. Once it got canceled, people raged um, for a good reason. The show was fantastic. So that you have that. So you do know that this person can direct uh, a prequel-esque series um, for, you know, titular horror characters. So we do have that. Also, they made a deal. So when we first got this news, we heard the thing. So Brian Miller won the Rights Act when they were, you know, going to, to court for this instead of Sean Cunningham, who's been represented by Horror Inc. And what that means initially for Brian Miller, what he wins, everything from the first film, Jason's name plus his origin, the name Camp Crystal Lake, obviously Pamela Voorhees, Jason's mother, and all of the kid Jason stuff. What Horror Inc. won in that lawsuit was the title Friday the 13th, which is why this new show isn't called Friday the 13th. They also, Horror Inc., Sean Cunningham, also have the rights to adult Jason, the hockey mask and machete look that we all know and love. So that made all the fans think, oh my God, we're not gonna be able to see adult Jason. It's gonna be a prequel series and we're gonna focus on Pamela. This is gonna suck. So to clarify that news, we got just today uh, at the time of this recording that instead of it being like that, there was a handshake deal. So we will be getting what we want because for this show, they have rights to everything Friday the 13th. So that means at some point we will be getting adult Jason. We will be getting machetes, hockey masks. Obviously it's going to focus a little bit on Pamela, but I wanted to point out a few things that we learned also from this because it's not a movie. It's a prequel series. They're hoping that it's going to go longer than three seasons. Um, they have three seasons of this show written out already, which means they've been working on this for a long time. We also heard that Brian Fuller said, and some of the writers as well, if this show were to get 10 seasons, he would lobby hardcore for us to go to space, which is a riff on Jason X when he does, in fact, go to space when we get the cool Uber Jason mask. So I thought that was really funny. Um, this is also not the first time we're getting a Friday the 13th series. Back in 2016, we almost got a Friday the 13th series on the CW of all things. So just keep that in mind. Um, this That'd is also weird. an upcoming 
drama series. So it's going to be heavy on the drama. I think they're going to take cues from the Chucky series and get a death every episode. So somebody's going to get axed each episode, if you will. And this is a revisiting of the origin of Jason, and it's updated, which means we're getting a revisit, update, slash reboot of the character. We don't know what time period that's going to be in yet because it's not confirmed. So uh, anything goes in this new Crystal Lake show. So I just wanted all the horror hounds out there to know that Jason will be coming back. What form that takes when we first get this show on the first you season, I'm not sure. you horror hounds now? So they're spooky hounds and horror hounds? You're all about some hounds today. Absolutely. Hey man, horror hounds, I think is is good. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that one. <laughs> just, you're just throwing shit against the wall till it sticks. Right now, everything's absolutely a hound until it works. That's that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Okay. But I'm hounding for this kind of information, so it kind of works for me. I figured it worked for you guys too. But um, I just wanted you all to be updated that we are getting a Crystal Lake series. Jason is back fully, and we're getting it next year. So that means that they are fast-tracking the shit out of this, which also means that, like I said earlier, they've been working on this shit forever, so they have ready to go. They just got to cast, they got to get it filmed, and we're done. So next year, Friday the 13th, uh, we're, we're going to do this. Interesting. I hope it doesn't suck. Maybe it'll be good. Uh, I'm actually – I wouldn't be opposed to a lot more like Pamela Voorhees, like backstory – stuff personally like i said it's a retelling they're revisiting things so we might get miss Voorhees, we might get mr Voorhees. i'm sure we'll get jason in in a sense in the show there's no telling what what all they can do like i said they already have thrones of this shit written out so it just depends on what the fans think and how much you know we ask for more i think we'll just we'll get however much we ask for so i'm just looking forward to that it could be good though. It could be some good stuff. Like I'm, I'm excited. I wonder if we're gonna start seeing more horror franchises go this route. I mean, I think that's a given. Also, a little, a little. It, it is a given because that's what's popular right now. A lot of you make more money if you have a show come out week to week because it's essentially just watching TV again, even though everything's streaming nowadays. So if you have people that have to pay for your peacock stuff and then every week they got to come back in to get this and everybody's making youtube videos and they're making articles and shit about all the characters and all the story beats going on in this you're making more money it keeps you in the zeitgeist longer so i think this is going to be the route we're just going to get back to the point to where streaming is just tv again and we're just streaming tv every month or every week instead of watching stuff all together like netflix and netflix is even taking uh the 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 they're, they're taking the hint now that instead of binging something and talking about it for, you know, a day or two, three days, you just stretch it out and then make people wait and blah, blah, blah. So I do like to we're binge, definitely going to go back to that. Right now. Huh? I do like to binge though. I'm a binger, dude. I, it's easier for me. I'm a working person. I work all the time. So it's way easier for me to sit down and just binge through something when I have the free time, other than trying to check it out week to week, because sometimes those weeks aren't good weeks. I don't get to watch the shit I want to watch. But with that said, the other bit of news that I did get today at the time of this recording is the movie that we talked about before, Megan, with the weird killer AI doll that looks like a person that's not a person. That movie officially got its rating today, and it is not rated R. It is rated PG-13, um, which is a bummer for everybody like myself who really wanted to go see this movie, even though it's coming out the beginning of the year next year. So we know it's not going to be great. Um 
if it comes out in January, you kind of know it's it's going to be a dumpster fire of a movie. Um, but we were going to go see it anyway. It's the first horror film we're going to get of the year, but it's going to be PG-13. And I believe that they recut the film to make it PG-13 because it's getting some heavy buzz on TikTok of all things right now. And if they can get all those kids on TikTok that are making videos about it, then if they can get them to go see the movie, it'll make more money. And it's Blumhouse, so you know it didn't cost that much to make. So they're going to make bank off of this movie because it is PG-13 and a bunch of people are going to go see it because they don't need their parents to go see it with them. So, yeah, that's my news. Uh, one other bit of news. Um, Sandman, officially greenlit for season two. It has been reported and Netflix has officially renewed season two of Sandman. That is correct. I did see that and I didn't write it down. My apologies, but you caught it so that all worked out. It's good, though. That's good stuff because I really like Sandman, so... I'm excited for season two. Um, but I believe that's all of our news yeah, as of right now. We can hop so, on to these Michael Meyer masks if you're ready. So what are we doing? What What did you want to do with these masks? Do you want to rank them or like give our least favorite to favorite? Is that what you're doing or what are we doing? Yeah, I wanted to rank these. And that's essentially just saying we're going to make rank them our least favorite to favorite. So okay, well, I think that that would be cool to do. All right. Um, so, God, dude, I'm looking at them and ugh. There's like a jumbled, just awful mess on a, on a bunch of them. So if I'm going worst, five. Pretty sure we already said it's five. Five gets worst. Five is awful. But just just so the listeners know what we're doing, Halloween five. I'm gonna name off the mask really quick. So we have the original mask from 1978. You have the Halloween 2 mask from 1981. We have Halloween 4, Return of Michael Myers. So that's three masks we're up to now. Then we have five, which Sin just rated the worst. So They're all different, masks. too. It's not. It's never the same mask. Exactly. Then you have uh, the mask from 6, Curse of Michael Myers. So that's five masks. Then you have H2O. And coincidentally, H2O used, what, three different masks? They had the candy mask from Six. They had the spiky hair mask. They had the abomination that is the CGI mask, of course. I think so it's spiky hair had- when I think H2O, though. That's the one where it looks like he's biting his bottom lip. does, actually. So we have that. We have the resurrection mask. Then we have the Rob Zombie Halloween mask from 2007. We have the Rob Zombie Halloween mask from Halloween 2 from 2009, which kind of isn't a mask because it just deteriorates. Yeah, and he didn't wear it much. Right. Then we have the mask from Halloween 2018. Then we have Halloween uh, Kills, which is the burnt mask. And then we have the burnt mossy mask from Inns. So we have all those masks all together. That's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. No. 12. Mast. 10? Yeah. Five. No, 9, 10, and then 12. Yeah, 12 mask. Right. I'm going to write these down, too, so we can keep up better. Okay. So, so I'll, I'll start with number 12, though, because the reason there's not 13, like, 13 Halloween movies is because Season of the Witch doesn't have a Michael's My- uh, Michael Myers mask. Why they didn't just keep the first one from the first movie and just, I don't know. You know, but it is what it is. So, I'll start. Five, Revenge Michael Myers, worst mask. It is awful. His chin's awful. 
face is awful. It doesn't even look like him. I don't even know who that's supposed to be. If that's supposed to be William Shatner, it doesn't look anything like it. It's terrible. That's my worst by far. Okay. I'm going to finish writing these down and then we'll get to it here. Five is awful. Trying to like... Trying to like game plan my next ones. <laughs> That's fair. Because honestly, I mean, I like, that. I can't really shit on kills and ends because I think they are a pretty good mask. I actually like them. That's fair. So, my least favorite mask, uh, being realistic, let's see what we got here. It, it It's not, it's hard because last week I said five is my least favorite, and I think that it's still my least favorite. But I have to tell you why. It's it's mainly because the, the goddamn thing isn't tucked in, man. Like, well, yeah, that's a big yeah. part. That annoys me. That bothers, that bothers the shit out of me. Like, there are some masks on here that are truly awful. And there are some masks on here that are, like, not good, but they're also not the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, a perfect example. Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. The movie is great, but the mask is it's kind of shit. But because the movie's so good... Like, we forgive that the mask looks fucking goofy as hell. So there's that. But I'm going to have to agree with you as well. My least and the favorite. hair's longer and stringy like it's weird. I just I don't like that mask at all. You throw that thing in the dumpster. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely five is going to be my least favorite for sure. All right, what's number 11? On right on number 11 then. So... Let's see, number 11 for me. I'm going to go with the mask from Resurrection because he looks like he looks like Cruella DeVille, dude. He looks like he's putting on makeup, like his eyebrows are super prominent. He's got hella makeup on his cheekbones, his lips all sunken in like he's biting it like you just said. Like I, and I, I don't like that you can see his eyes so yep. well. The same with the H2O, but like Resurrection for me is going to be number 11. I, just, I, I echo the same thing. I was going to say say the exact same thing. The fact that you can see his eyes so well bothers me. The eyebrows are awful. Um, they're like drawn on eyebrows, and the mouth is just not no. Yeah, Resurrection number eleven for me also. Uh, so far we're your number ten batting. Batting the same. Um, do I lead for the next one, or do you lead? You lead. What's number 10? <sighs> number 10, I'm going to have to go with H2O, which I know we're going to separate here. Because, and when I say H2O, I mean the spiky-headed one. I hate the spiky head. Michael is not in a boy band. I feel like we're trying to be hip, kind of like Hartnett's hair in that movie. Um, and his <laughs> lip looks like he's biting it. If you're watching on YouTube... He's like biting his lip like that. You can see his eyes, and you have multiple masks. Just not the best, but I'm going to go H2O with number 10. Number 10 for me is going to be Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 because a couple of reasons. One, I hate that movie. Two, that mask just, it looks like a fucking, it just looks like a, a rotting duty turd on his face, and I just don't like it. It looks dumb. Yeah. And then most of the movie, he doesn't even wear the mask. He's just like a homeless guy walking around. And I, I just, I can't, I can't get over it. Honestly, this would be my least favorite mask if I weren't just being petty, which I want to do. But like, I can't, I can't let it go. It's going to be Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 from 2008 for me. Fair. It is pretty awful. 
I can't give it any. I can't give it any praise. So I'm surprised it's not the. It's not my least favorite. Like I kind of want to re rank already. Like I really don't like this. Like the more I look at it, the more I actually hate it. So I, you know what? I'm gonna retroactively change what I said. Number twelve for me is Rob. No, no, that's not true. Don't be, that's don't not be right. changing stuff. Nah, I'll keep it. It's number ten. It's number ten because it it does look better on a on just looking at the mask. It does look better than part five. So yeah. it's number ten for me. I, I just it's just not it's just not my thing, man. It's not my favorite. It's just not my favorite. Well, what's your number? Oh, we on number nine. We're on number nine now, and number nine for for me like masks. Uh, let's see. It, this is where we where we where it starts getting getting a little difficult. So just looking at the mass face value, I'm going to have to go with this. And, and we're different differentiating here. I, oh man, I think number four, dude, I, I'd rather look at the mass from H2O than the mass from four, because it's like they painted it extra white, but they didn't paint the eyebrows. So he just looks like Hank Hill. And I just, I can't, I can't take it seriously. I just can't. So number four for me is number nine. Number four. Okay. Uh, my number nine is going to be Halloween 2, Rob Zombie. And the reason I gave it the edge over H2O, and I know why H2O is high for you because it's the movie value of the story. I know what you're doing. But the reason I gave it the edge over Spiky Head is because when he actually wears it, I like the wear on it. It's a little too much wear, and it's ripped all to hell and it's deteriorated. It's too much, but the wear is kind of cool and it looks cool with the beard when he wears it. Somewhat, but it's still pretty shitty, if that makes sense. And it's I not. That. Yeah. I get that. So that would be my number. That was number nine, right? Number nine. All right. So then we go to number eight. So I think we're on eight now. Math. We are on number eight. I'm going with number six Halloween Six Curse of Michael Myers because that is the biggest damn head. I think I've ever seen. That has got to be Michael after Thanksgiving. Michael's done went through all the holidays. He's done gained holiday weight. He's done been eating everything. I'm talking about he's had deep fried turkey, smoked turkey, oven roasted turkey, grilled turkey. He's had chicken. He's had steak. That dude has gained some weight, and that is a big old head. So I'm going number six, Curse Michael Myers. <laughs> He does big ass head in that. It is I huge. Can't lie, dude. But but so so number eight for me. Number eight is the H two O mask for sure. That's number eight for me. Um, for for a lot of the same reasons for you, it does look goofy. Yeah, the story is way better, and I like Lori in that. That's probably one of my favorite Lori's aside from you know original Lori. But like. In the dark, when you see that mask in the dark, it looks fine. When you see it lit, like we do way too much in that movie, he looks goofy. And I think the same could be said for part four. Like he just looks goofy and there's too much. They're, they're not lighting him the right way. Like they didn't fucking understand. Like put him in the dark, dude. Like Jesus Christ. Um, so that was my number eight. And then as far as number seven goes, man, we are... This is when it start, it's starting to get even harder because we're we're really we're really picking and choosing right now. So I gotta think about number seven so I don't mess it up. 
I'm actually going to go with Rob Zombie's Halloween uh, for my number seven. Okay. And that's not to say that the mask is bad, because I think that's actually one of the better masks. The problem is, if, if, if I'm being, you know, if I'm picking and choosing, I just don't like how much wear and tear is on certain parts of the mask. It's very brown. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's supposed to be like super fucking dirty and stuff. But like it's it's so it's like caked in dirt, which like I said, I understand it for the movie purposes. But when you think about what the shape looks like, what Michael's supposed to look like, like his mask and everything, that's a little much for me. And the hair, dude, just why is the hair so fucking long? Just cut that shit. Just cut it. Just cut it down. And big, big hair. Big hair, dude. Bigger the hair, closer to God. I think is what they were going with. All right, so that's number. number What number are we on? Seven. Yeah, you're number seven. My number seven will be Halloween 4, Return of Michael Myers. Just, it, it's starting to get closer, and the critique, um, I think of the three, like the, the Thorn movies, whatever, I would say that's the best mask. Just not saying it's a great mask, because it is pretty goofy, um, but he has a chin, he doesn't have crazy long hair, and he doesn't look like he gained 40 pounds. So, it gives it the edge on that. That's fair. So, that brings us to number six, which I'm going to then say Rob Zombie, Halloween. Actually, I'm kind of like you. I like the mask to an extent. I liked it more until I saw Halloween 2018. And I was like, that's what it should have looked like to me. That's more of what the mask should have been with the age and the wear. Instead of like these huge cracks all in it and rips. Like you said, caked on mud. The hair is really big and long for some reason. So yeah, that would be my number six. Okay. Um, so my number six. And we're getting down there, aren't we? We are. My number six is going to be... Curse of Michael Myers. And that's because number six is number six. But the way that that's, it's like that because I actually really like that mask. Um, He does, he is a thicker boy in that movie, but like the time that movie came out, like I was fine with it. I didn't mind him being as sick as he was. Just, I just kind of let it go um, just because I was excited to see him again in something else. So definitely going to be that one for me, because if we're really being honest, if you look at that, Six is kind of what number four should have looked like. Um, and they could they should have just kept that mask moving forward. Um, maybe you subtle improvements for sure, but that, that should have just been the entire Thorn trilogy mask. Um, but it wasn't. And we ended up getting what we got, which you know wasn't great. But six is definitely number six for me. And then going into number five for me on the list. Number five is gonna be the mask from the movie I actually haven't seen yet, which is Halloween ends. And the reason why I'm ranking that number five is because even though I haven't seen the film, I do know what the mask looks like. And it's just burnt and mossed over for the most part. And because we're getting to the nitty gritty here, and I think you guys can kind of understand where I'm going to be going from here on out, that has to be number five because I wouldn't, I I, I couldn't put it above like Halloween kills because it just doesn't make any sense. So that's where we're going with that. Is it mossed over or is it, it has like white in it. Is it mold? 
Like that's why I can't decide yeah, what's it's in like, it. It's like moss and mold for sure. I do really like that mask. I'll say that I like it because it's like really aged, and <sighs> I think I'll have to go five with it though. I I think I have to agree because it's it's not a bad mask. I like the fact that we have the same damn mask essentially from 2018 kills and ends and we didn't do some stupid stuff just aged you know and wear and tear from the movies uh but yeah it i would i think i would like it more if i would have saw it more maybe in the movie that's why it gets number five just say okay um number four it's about to start getting rough um This is gonna. This is a little. Oh. Four. I'm gonna have to go with. Kills. Halloween kills. Okay. Halloween kills again. Really like it. I like the burn. I like the wear. Um. But I'm gonna have to put kills right there. So number four. I feel like I'm missing yeah, one somewhere. Missing some. No. Okay. I still got three left. Okay. Never mind. I'm good. What's your number four? Number four for me is definitely kills. Uh, for the same reasons I was talking about ends, essentially, it's the burnt mask of the one I like a little bit more, which leads me directly into number three, which is Halloween 2018. I think that's a fantastic fucking mask. It looks like I believe it would look. 40 years later and uh i don't have i don't have anything negative to say aside from that man i really like it it, it has the same shit going on the, the neck hole all of that so I, I really like that and i think that it's fantastic i'm about to make you mad my number three is halloween 2 and I'm, i personally go own halloween 2 and i love the mask but i'm making it number two just because the face is a little fatter and yeah but that's pretty much it. But I love the mask. I actually love the mask. That's one of my favorite masks that I own. Right. So now I need to go to number two. Number two. What's your number two? My number two would be What's Halloween 2018. Reason being, I oh. love the fact that it's 40 years. I think they aged it really well. Uh, like you said, the neck holes in there, all the stuff to pay tribute to the movies, or the movie, excuse me, is there, and it looks really good. I really enjoy it. Watching Michael put it on was really cool. Halloween 2018 is number two for me. All right. So I'm going to go into two and then one for me. Num coming in number two is Halloween 2. I mean, Halloween 2 is, is the first Halloween film that I saw that really scared the shit out of me, and it's because... I watched it way too young and watching that film, I was thinking you're not even safe in the hospital. Like what the hell? So it, and you it like really, the Ben Tramer really, mask. I mean, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's, it's, it's still to this day, one of the funniest parts about the entire franchise to me, but Halloween two is usually what I, what I think about when I'm thinking of being scared by looking at the shape, kind of do his thing. And then I think about the scalpel that he had, he was killing nurses with and stuff. Even though a lot of people complain about the, the hospital trope from horror films and, and how Lori was, you know, sidelined the whole movie and Jamie Lee Curtis's wig that she was wearing. It's just like, 
with that said, th those are all fine and fair um, things to say about the film. I get that. But when this film came out, there wasn't a hospital trope necessarily. Like this movie kind of paved the way for that shit too. John Carpenter wrote this script in like what a weekend with a case of beer, like a day with a case of beer. I want to yep. say like, I mean, come on, dude. He, I think he wrote some pretty good shit for for you know all that because I'm thinking of what I would write with a case of beer, and it wouldn't be nearly this good. You know what I mean? So we have that going on for sure. And then I'm also thinking about just like I said, the general terror that I felt from this when watching it, and it was it was crazy. So that that that's what I got from this and that leads me to number one which is the original mass there's nothing that's going to be better than the original that movie is perfect he's lit perfect the lighting in that movie is perfect for him he's doing what he needs to do he looks his perfect self in that film like i'm not going to say anything everybody else in the entire world that's seen that film hasn't already said if that's not your number one then you didn't watch the movie so there we go i mean clearly my number one is also halloween the original i mean there was nothing left. It's yeah, you're not gonna beat it. There's there's no way around it. Nothing they do is gonna ever compare to that. While other masks are cool in their own way, that is the mask to set it apart. And the fact that they simply took a William Shatner mask and altered it and did all this stuff to make it this blank icon in horror that to this day freaks people out is awesome. Love the mask. It's number one by far. And yeah, so there's our ranking. Look at us ranking stuff. We need to do more rankings. I feel like rankings are fun going through things. They are. They're, they're difficult to do, too, because they are. the ranking that I just did today could be completely different in, like, three days. Yeah. They could be fluid. But that's going to do it for uh, the normal part of the podcast. And now, you know what that means. It means that we... Pass the whiskey. That's right. Pass the whiskey, because we're moving on to last call, boys and girls. The final question of the day to wrap up the podcast. So get your... Whiskey! As we move into the last call, and this week we have a question from the one, the only, on the inside. said, you get a WWE-type entrance song played anytime you enter a room for a big event. What song are you playing? Oh, God. Um, okay, so right off the top of the bat, for me, uh, For Today, Immortal, uh, the very start of the song, it's, he yells, like, everyone dies, and then it's heavy as balls. So I'm going to say that would probably be one for consideration. Another one would possibly be uh, Lost in Static by After the Burial. I want something angry and heavy. Just coming in with, like, just pissed offness. That's that's me. Christian? I agree. I agree with that. It's funny. So, so we are pretty much in accordance with what we want for theme music. But because I didn't quite understand the question, I have two answers. Because I initially thought that the question meant that we had to pick from an existing wrestler, like whose music would we want if that were to be our theme music? So to answer that question, uh, it's going to be Burn It Down, the Seth Rollins theme. Oh, That's yeah. Seth Rollins theme we're going to get. That would 100% be my theme song if we have to choose from exist existing you know, WWE themes. But... Knowing that we get to choose what we fucking want, I also want something heavy and pissed the fuck off and just just angry. And the, the best thing that I could come up with for that that would fit me and my pers assumed persona for, for wrestling would be AFC by The Occasion Strain. 
JFC. Yep, JFC. Just Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ is what that stands for. Did I say GFC? You said AFC. A- are you sh- Yeah, I was like, what the hell? What is AFC? Uh, def- so definitely J as in jokes on you. JFC, Jesus fucking Christ. How did I know you were going to say that? I almost said JFC. I feel like that's like one of the most aggressive pissed off songs ever. I mean, it, it's definitely one that I love. And it, But if I couldn't have that one, because like obviously JFC stands for Jesus fucking Christ. So if I couldn't have that, then the next choice for me would be a song called uh, Parasitic by... Um, by uh, Bermuda, that would be the next one. Interesting. If you haven't heard that song, you should definitely look up Bermuda and look up the song called Parasite. It's amazing. Okay. Interesting, interesting. All right, nice question. Thank you on the inside for the question. I do appreciate it. We both appreciate it. Um, yeah, let that's us know a fantastic if, question. Do what? I was just saying that's a fantastic question. Yeah. And I would like to know, listeners, what your song would be. So definitely let us know whether it be in the Gilded or in the social medias. Hit us up and let us know what would your entrance song be if you got a WWE style entrance and you could pick any song and let us know why. I would love to hear the answers. Uh, if you like your last call question to be featured in an episode, join the Gilded Server Gilded.gg slash Sinister Pack in the application. Just put from the podcast. There's a whole section just for sipping what's in. Uh, you can have the socials. You have episode chat topic suggestions. Show us what you're drinking. Last call questions where you can submit your question to be featured on an episode. Then you also have the Sinister Tales, Personal Horror Stories, and Scary Stories and Things on the Interwebs section. There's a Christian's Corner section where you can talk to Christian about different things. And then there's also various channels for games and stuff like that. If you like to collect cards or games or anything like that, there's various channels throughout the Gilded server. Uh, It's a free app. Download it. Join. Talk to us. Uh, You can also find Sipping With Sin on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Sipping With Sin, S-I-P-P-I-N, with sin. Go drop a follow, and you can respond to us over there. We'll happily respond back to you, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can find me personally on Twitter and Instagram at TV, and then you can find me streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash TV, Facebook gaming, fb.gg slash TV, and TikTok at TV. Hit me up. Say hello. Would love to correspond with you. Come out. Hang out in the streams and uh, listen to me ramble about nonsense. Uh, Christian, where can the lovely folks find you on social media? You guys can find me on all the social medias at Pod, all one word and that's where i am most of the time so come say hi so come chat come listen to the podcast by by chance you know let us know what you think give us some suggestions all the good stuff yep every tuesday horrorverse pod check it out horrorverse yep. go ready five star subscribe give a quick update i'm gonna give a quick update because we have just moved our our schedule is a little off so i will actually be posting a new episode of the podcast tomorrow on friday so you guys can listen to that over the weekend it's going to be our halloween episode so i hope you guys enjoy that we got a lot of fun stuff to say about that episode and then after that we should be back on track with every tuesday you get a new episode so come see us at the horrorverse that's a horrorverse pod on all socials come say hi like i said comment below like pictures whatever it takes man we just want to say hi to you guys we like talking to you we read all the comments by the way just so you know heck yeah and go subscribe rate it five stars follow it do all the stuff share it with your friends and then do the same for this podcast share continue to grow the audience rate us five stars subscribe all that stuff love to see the growth love to see it continue to blossom into the beautiful 
flower that this show is, if you want to call it a flower. But do all that. New episodes for Simpsons Sin every Wednesday, 8 a.m. Central Time on all audio platforms at Spotify, Apple, Google, Overcast, Anchor.fm, you know, all that stuff. Go check it out. And then the video version on my personal YouTube, youtube.com slash I am Sinister. You can go watch every Wednesday, 8 a.m. Central Time. Go subscribe. We're getting close to, I think, 500 subscribers over there. Doesn't sound like a lot, but it is when you ignored YouTube for a long time and then you're just starting to put YouTube content out. So there you go. But let us know if there's something you would like us to list. We would happily like to rank and do more tier lists. We'll make them segments. If there's something you would love for us to do list-wise, hit us up. We're always open for suggestions. It is definitely a downtime in shows and stuff, so we will uh, be coming up with some fun content for you guys. We're going to be diversifying since we no longer have Game of Thrones and stuff going on, so there's that. But that's going to do it for this episode. You don't have to go home, but you got to get the hell up out of here. We appreciate you for listening to yet another episode, another week of the podcast, and uh, it's time to shut this thing down. Christian, let's send them home. Thank you all for tuning in to yet another episode of Sipping with Sin. Be sure to leave a five-star review. Smash that like button. Leave your comments in the comment section below. But most importantly, guys, I'm going to leave you with three words. I'm going to leave you with three words you should never forget. And those three words are, don't get gutted. See you guys next time. So much for tuning in to another episode of Sipping with Sin. Please don't forget to leave a rating and submit your last call questions to our socials. That's at Sipping with Sin everywhere. And if you want to hit us up personally, you could find me at Ven and Ink. That is V E N and Ink, or I am Sinister TV for the Sinister Man himself. And guys, don't get gutted.